Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode two sixty four of the What Up Though podcast. Yes, sir. Yo, so um, after so we we did we did quarter on Wednesday, right? Yeah, so we quarter Wednesday, Thursday when I got my uh, second shot. Uh, all was well. So I remember uh, either sometime last week or the week before. I remember Choppy talking about his second shot. And so he has the Moderna shot as well. And he was saying he started getting, he, he started getting sick around, he said around a 22 hour mark. <laughs> so basically give or take 24 hours later after the shot. So I'm all right. preparing, you know, for that shit. So that was Thursday. Um, I'd already planned on just being off of work anyway. So I started feeling a little weird in the morning. So I know just working from home in the morning. It was Good Friday. So we were only working probably a partial day anyway. So noon comes and I'm like, man, we, so me and my wife are supposed to go run some errands. And I'm like, I need to take a nap because I'm tired as hell. <laughs> I went to sleep around noon to sleep for about an hour. Man, I slept for like four hours. Woke yeah. up. I was fucking, I was dehydrated as hell, like really lethargic, tired. And I'm like, man, is this shit really hitting me like this? And so for the whole day, I just didn't do shit. Like I was super fucking tired. And it wasn't like sick tired, but it just felt like I was just, I was just exhausted, thirsty as fuck. I probably think I drank probably about a gallon of fucking water. Um, and that was it though. Uh, I mean, the, the arm soreness is still there, but you know, typical of a shot. And then Saturday, I was probably about 95%. Sunday was cool. But yeah, that, that 24 hours kind of hit me, uh, hit me right around that too. Like I got my shot around uh, what one one thirty two o'clock on that Thursday and noon. That shit was just like boom. Uh, but it wasn't bad though. Um, <laughs> I, I think people, uh, at least from what I could tell from Charlie, I think he actually got a lot sicker than I did. Um, if you want to call mine sick, but yeah, but other than that, man, I was good. Come like Sunday, I was like, you know, I felt a little like I I was in the morning was a little rough, but it was just like tiredness and shit. So, man, I heard. Did you hear? Have you heard about her anything uh, about COVID arm? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I was talking to somebody, and they was telling me how they had heard of, uh, instances where people get the shot and they will their arm will swell. And in some cases, they would get like, like a swelling where where the where the uh, where the needle went in, like almost like golf ball swelling. Now I haven't heard anyone that had that happen to them, but I was just like, God damn, I was so happy ain't <laughs> that shit because I would have probably flipped out see the fucking golf ball size knot in my fucking arm and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would definitely freak me out. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm uh, I'm wondering what's gonna happen when I get mine. But you had the Pfizer, correct? Yeah, I have Pfizer. That's why I'm even more interested. Because if I had Moderna, I would just at this point, I would just assume that I'm gonna get sick. 
<laughs> so I don't, I don't know, but there's also a part of me that feels like as many vaccinations as I as I've had in my life that I'm hoping that that will help me not get sick. I think I said the same thing last week, but that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, like I said, it was like a more of a lethargic, you know, out of it type, you know, sickness for me. I didn't feel like, you know, flu sick or cold sick or nothing. Um, but I was definitely I tired. Yeah, I was just tired as fuck. Uh, thirsty as fuck. I'm like, you know, I'm like if this is the worst of it, like, you know, fuck it. But yeah, I just sat around, sat around the house and watched fucking movies and shit. Like when I messaged you, I you remember on the pocket I told you the only reason I would probably watch uh, Godzilla versus Kong if, if the wife w- was going to watch it. And so, yeah, I watched mm-hmm. that with her. <laughs> and then I think I watched something else. Uh, I forget what it was, but <sighs> yeah. But other than that, it was cool, man. So uh, I'm curious to see because I don't. I don't know anyone yet who's had the Pfizer second dose. Uh, so I'll be curious. Yeah, offhand, I don't either. I'm sure I probably do know somebody, but yeah, offhand, I don't know who it is. So, <laughs> so yeah, you do. Um, yeah, I guess I'll know. When when did you go back for your your second? The 17th. Oh, okay, so yeah, you're the day before, uh, for, before uh, the 17th. Damn, I swear. Or maybe hers Shouldn't is the same. A- it's the same day. Never mind. Are we going on the same day? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I did go the same day. So that's right. Yeah. So we the same day. Yeah, I, I was gonna do, I'm doing the math in my head of days. I'm like, fuck, I did. Yeah, same day. So yeah, that should be. Uh, you know, also, it should be what? No, I say that should be. I'm curious to see how how it impacts her. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was about to say. I'm not gonna be interested to see um, how each of us respond to it. Like having the exact same shot on the exact same day, like it'd be curious, like it, like if one of us got sick and the other didn't, or if we were both sick or we were both fine. Like, uh, kind of curious to see how uh, those next that next twenty four to forty eight hours play out. Yeah. So, um, other than that, uh, that was you know I'm um, I think she I don't know um, I I don't know if she's um, wife has told me if she's had any ill effects to previous. Uh, vaccines and stuff but um oh we'll see in a week <clears throat> so uh what do you want to start here um you have a a list of uh a, a list of black people and their doings <laughs> a list of black people and their doings indeed i do um let's see let's see let's see um well i think i think it'd be i think it'd be good to start with talking about dmx man because like um I'm sure everybody knows by now DMX is currently in a hospital and it sounds like he's in a vegetative state. Like I keep hearing that every, you know, day or two that uh, DMX is still in a vegetative state and now his family is visiting him and all this kind of shit. And um, I mean, just being perfectly honest, like, I mean, if that's true, it's really only a matter of time. Like, like you don't, people don't enter a vegetative state and then return back to normal. Like it's one of those things where like, you just, even you stay that way until either you give up or your family gives up. Yeah. And yeah. That's, 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 that just sucks. That sucks to think about the fact that like, you know, he, it's been a few days. I, I, I don't, I think, I think it was like uh, what Saturday, it was Friday night that he, uh had the heart attack or whatever and then we as in the general public found out about it saturday so 
it's been like what four days and he's still in a vegetative state like it's like i mean like to, to me like i mean i hope that's not what happens but to me it sounds like this this is the end dog and i'm like man that just fucking sucks man especially because like you know he's he's historically had problems with substance abuse but it just seems like i thought he was clean like i, I don't know i thought he was good and man the to I don't know. The, I, addiction is just scary to me because it's like you have people who can uh, try a drug or try something that can generally make you be addicted to it and be perfectly fine. And those people maybe do it recreationally or or they do it once or twice and they don't do it again. It's fine. But then you have somebody who can try that substance one time and that's it. And there's nothing they can do about it. And they just no matter what they, they, you know, they go down, maybe they stop for a little bit, start to come back up, they fall off the wagon. And it's just like, man, it just sucks to see that shit. Dog. And I'm like, man, it, you know, I'm sure me, you, and probably mostly anybody listening to this is a big DMX fan. And I don't know, man, it just, it just sucks, dude. It just sucks. Yeah. I, for me, it's just, it's just so weird. And I, I can, I can, you know, identify with like his kids, just because of my dad and his uh, bouts with substance abuse and ultimately, you know, him overdosing and, and passing and stuff. And I just, I just, I just feel bad for his fucking kids, man, because it's like, you, you know, the, especially maybe the older ones, cause they, they've seen him struggle, you know, throughout the years with it. And, you know, thinking that, you know, he's going to be good. And then, you know, sometime it just like what I, what I've definitely learned is that, you know, substance abuse is a chokehold like hell. And then it doesn't matter how long you've been sober. All it takes is one, you know, one instance to get back. And, you know, it's, it's just downhill from there. You just wipe out, you know, months and years of sobriety or whatever the case. And so it's just, it's, it's just always there. And if you've had, you know, a history of, you know, years and years of doing it, you know, it helps to have a good support system, but it's like, ultimately you're going to be alone and that feeling is going to come. And if you're not strong enough to fight it, you know, it's just going to hit you. Like when my, my daddy got married um, and, you know, for a good, maybe year or two, maybe three, he was good. You know, he was, you know, happy with his wife and stuff. And then he just went downhill again. So it's just, it's just one of those those fucked up situations where that that drug is just it's it just has a, a stronghold, man, and it just it's just sad because you know one he's just he's in the public eye, so he, you know everyone you know knows and sees and shit. But you know you just go back to what a couple of months ago when he was doing the verses, and you just happy to see the guy just you know you know alive and well and shit, and then you know months later you know. He's, you know, he's damn near out of here and shit. So, just sucks, man. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I there's not really too much to add, but it's just I don't know, man. I, I just DMX is like fifty, so like he's you know considerably older than us. But I don't know. I I, I feel like the same as I do if like something happens to like a peer of mine. Yeah like somebody who's like my age like man like and he is still too young like man dog like i i i think it's just because like i felt like he was i feel like he was better 
like he was okay. Like he looked good at the uh, at the verses. You know, the verses was dope. Uh, you know, he performed like I don't know, and he, yeah, obviously he gained a bunch of weight, which is kind of like a, a um, you know, an indication that somebody who was on drugs is off of him. And yeah, so then just find out like like this that not only is he like not just back on, but like it's about to take him out. Like man, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I've just I've had so like, many. That's thoughts. gonna be. No, go ahead. That's gonna be a sad day. That's gonna be a sad day for hip hop. I think compare it like on par, maybe not quite there, but very close to being on par with Pac and Big, as far as like the impact that's gonna have on the hip hop community for people like our age. Yeah, like I wouldn't quite put like uh, Nipsey on that level or uh, any of these younger guys that had passed like the you know pop smoke and shit like that just because they were like so young in the game whereas like you know dmx lived out his whole career man and like i don't know dog, that's just gonna suck yeah and i think too with a lot of the younger guys who have you know passed and this you know uh well I, let me not say with uh nipsey but at least like say a pop smoke like i think you know the fact that he was taken out tragically I think weighs a lot more like if he just if he was, you know, I don't know, hit by a car or had some other thing where just out of his control. But it just seems like when when rappers or entertainers are like, you know, murdered, killed, killed, it just seems like it seems like it's more of an impact for some reason. Um, And I think just the potential of Nipsey, you know, I wasn't really hip to Nipsey into maybe a good six, eight months before he had actually had passed. Like he just wasn't in my 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 wheelhouse of music. Um I think I I think I became familiar with him because he had, had like a mixtape that was like a hundred dollars or some shit. And uh or a thousand dollars or something crazy. And I think Jay Z had bought like ten thousand dollars worth of them or some shit like that or whatever and that's how he kind of came on my radar and then i had really just got into his, his latest album when he had passed and uh but yeah but to your point though i think that uh i think it'll definitely be on the the big and and pop level of just sadness and you know his impact and and shit like that and and like you say at the state he's in, unless, you know, something miraculous happens, you know, at this point, it's probably up to the family, however they're long, they're going to you want to, you know, keep him going because Veggie's state, that's, you know, that's pretty much brain dead from what I, my understanding, right? Yeah, when you don't come back from that. So, like, if that's actually true, like, yeah, I, I, you don't come back from that. So, And if he did, yeah. you know, somehow... He probably wouldn't be, he probably would stay in like a vegetative state, like, you know, just a, you know, can't talk, you know, and I don't know, that's, you know, I don't think nobody wants to live like that, Mm -mm. you know, so I I just remember um, years ago, my my granddaddy got into a bad accident and he was one of the most active older older men I knew. Um, He was, he ran a, uh, a home for like a, I guess disabled uh 
um, older folks, and he was damn near their age, and he just took care of them, and so he was really just active and you know doing a lot of stuff. And he got in a car accident, and he was pretty much to a mute to a wheelchair, and it was just like every day we saw him, it was just like you just knew that he just didn't want to be here, you know, because he just didn't want to be like that, you know what I'm saying? And I just felt mm-hmm. felt so shitty for him because he was just you know such a good person, such outgoing, such active for his age. And to just be, you know, with a tube in your mouth, pushing around in a wheelchair, it was just, you know, shit was just sad, man. So uh, I don't wish that on nobody. Um, but yeah, you know, I just, I didn't, I remember, you know, I think somebody posted on Twitter about, you know, random CDs you bought of like DMX. And I remember, I can't remember which fucking CD it was. I don't know if it was Dark as Hell is Hot, but it had a bonus CD. And the bonus CD was uh, LL's uh, uh, diss song for cannabis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of them you flip open and shit, and you know you get the extra one, man. And man, LL ripped that boy in fucking half, man. I think <laughs> at the time I listened to that 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 two uh, one track on the disc more than I listened to the DMX at the moment. <laughs> And he ripped that nigga a new asshole, boy. And it was a time we used to really buy CDs a lot. (laughs) And I don't know if this happened to you, but that that whole beef between LL and cannabis happened when I was in high school. Yeah, like man, I had wait, I couldn't believe that I had to engage in conversations with people who thought cannabis won that battle. (laughs) Like, like I really. Like, I liked Cannabis, okay, like, but I feel like he's one of those guys that was, like, I feel like Cannabis was classically overrated. And, like, he got props in situations where it was almost like he has this reputation as being, like, this phenomenal lyricist, so everything he does, we gotta praise it. And I'm like, I I get that, but no. <laughs> like, he, no, I, he, that, he got washed on that, dog, like, like that, that like I respected LL as an artist always, but after that, I'm like, okay, <laughs> like he needs to be, he needs to get more respect because he didn't get no respect because he was making, you know, a lot. Like at that time, he was making like you know, Hey Lover and shit like that. You know, like he, you know, hip hop heads wasn't you know wasn't giving props to a nigga making love songs and shit. He was doing that Ja Rule shit before Ja Rule was doing it. Or I, not even Ja Rule, because LL didn't sing on songs like that, but like making, you know, songs with R&B artists and, and you know, those crossover kind of like... I mean, pop. but L, LL just did it right, though. I mean, I mean, that nigga had Boys and Men on a fucking song. Like, who the fuck had Boys and Men on the song? Like, yeah. and was and was Inspired. still able to run, walk around with his leg pulled up on his jogging pants and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I will say, yeah. I will say, I thought that that whole that how that started about you know uh cannabis writing this shit and then ll going back writing this shit to to basically you know punk on the song was petty as fuck mm-hmm. like come on man the nigga said he wanted to borrow the mic he said he wanted to take the fucking mic off your arm like god damn dog that was like petty <laughs> levels like crazy dog <laughs> but uh, that was a good time though Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And he ripped that boy to shreds. Although I did like 
uh, the cannabis song that had uh, which which one of whichever one of those this songs that had uh, Mike Tyson on the intro. I still thought it yeah, was. that was the main one. <laughs> second round knockout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it was a good song. Yeah, second round knockout was dope. But what's crazy? He just ended that boy career. Like he was just done. There was nothing else uh, cannabis could do. It was just over. Like there was there was no coming back for that. It was it was. Done. He really did though. Like cannabis was like an up and coming guy, and then after that, that was it. Like I mean, he you still would say his name every now and then, but he never became what he was. He never became the star that people thought he was going to be. And look at him now. Like I, I don't like where is he? What is he doing? I don't know. But I know LL Cool J is on TV and <laughs> and could make a song tomorrow, and it would probably be a good song. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, other than uh, what did, did did he do the accidental races? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> other than that, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> uh, when I when I said he could make a song tomorrow, and it would probably be a good song. In the back of my head, I was thinking like, yeah, but then he did make that accidental <laughs> races. But I was like, but I was like, I'm gonna leave that. I'm not gonna bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could have let. He could have left that out. Uh, it was one other song that he did, and I was just like, man, what the fuck? Uh, I can't remember it, but the accident race was definitely like, um, but yeah, he, he ended he ended that he ended that boy though. Now I don't think I've seen can you think of another beef that ended so crazy that it just ended a guy like that though? Not offhand. I'm sure if I thought about it, it yeah. probably come up with somebody, but not offhand, not the big ones anyway, like the big beefs, like 50 and Ja. Like, Ja wasn't Ja wasn't quite the same after the whole 50 thing, but, I mean, he he, he wasn't It wasn't like, like cannabis like, gone, though. Yeah. It wasn't like he was gone. Like, oh, yeah. Ja was a bigger star at that time, too, than cannabis ever was. But, um, that's I mean, probably, and that's probably the closest I, I can think of, and that did not end the same as it did cannabis. But that was probably the closest I could think of because everything else I'm thinking of, nothing really changed. Yeah, I mean, I think Ja made a few mistakes in his in his life that uh kind of fucked with his career. Um, I think thinking that he was gonna win that beef, uh, I think his second big mistake, I think, was just career wise, not necessarily music, was uh um turning down the Fast and the Furious. And that's <laughs> I didn't when, know he did that. <laughs> yeah, so he didn't want to be in the Fast and Furious because of, I don't know if he just thought it was just too corny or whatever the fuck, but that's how Ludacris got the gig. <laughs> because he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, corny or not, that shit made millions and millions and millions and millions of fucking dollars. And it wasn't like he was doing much better shit anyway, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> That 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 definitely was a, a bad look, and then you know with the whole uh, what was that uh that old vacation uh con- uh not vacation oh firefest the firefest <laughs> yeah yeah so that didn't help his case e- either so <clears throat> yeah he's he's definitely made some uh some questionable decisions but uh yeah fucking Jairo man so you know see- you know what. You know what was better for Ja Rule than what worked out better for Ja Rule than his music ever did was the Dave Chappelle joke where he <laughs> where he talked about uh, how you should ask celebrities when they pay you on stuff and he's like, oh, "What yeah, the yeah. fuck with Ja Rule?" Right. He's like, "Ah, oh, where is Ja?" <laughs> like, I, 
Like, I need to hear from John so I can wrap my head around this. Like, and now, anytime something happens, people will be like, <laughs> like what does John Rule think? Then this nigga have be having a nerve to comment on shit like that to make people think of the Dave Chappelle thing. I'm like, man, that's the most relevant this nigga is right now is uh, <laughs> putting his two cents in on shit that ain't got nothing to do with him and then mm-hmm. making remind the people of the Dave Chappelle joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that people may even may not even think about his career, but start thinking about Dave Chappelle talking about him, it's just crazy in itself. <laughs> Where is Ja? I need mean, I can't even make sense of all this. <laughs> oh man, that was such a good, such a good stand up. Anyway, yeah, um, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, DMX. Um, hey, so uh, if, I don't know if you want to talk about Stephen A. I didn't know about that until you posted it, and I started reading up on it. So if you want to talk about that, I'm good with that as well. I was going to save that for last, but if, oh, go, since go. I can't think of the other thing, because uh, well, I feel like too. the other thing was more interesting. But uh, let me just look. I'm trying. I'm over here trying to be lazy and shit. You said Paul like, Pierce. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. That's what I was forgetting about. Yeah, Paul Pierce. So like, um, again, for those who don't know. Uh, Paul Pierce had like an Instagram live the other day where he was on that bitch with like half naked women in the background twerking. He's smoking weed, just like living it up. And um, yeah, then he got fired from ESPN. <laughs> he got fired from ESPN for it. <laughs> and, and I think that it's a combination of, I don't think it's just the fact that he did an Instagram live with a bunch of naked hoes. I think it was also that he, nobody there had a mask on. And that violates ESPN's protocol. Like you, you, you're not supposed to be doing shit like that, maskless. Not shit like that, as in like <laughs> with like having naked bitches around. Like, oh, you can't have have naked women around without a mask on. Like, no, you not supposed. <laughs> they're not supposed to be doing public stuff without masks on. Period. So I think them two things combined probably resulted in it. But the thing that makes that story interesting to me is one. Paul Pierce could not give less of a fuck, and I'm curious as to why. And two, what was this party? Like, I don't know if I, I don't know. I like I haven't been able to figure out what this party was because, like, and I don't, you know, I don't care. Like, in the sense of like, oh, was he at a bachelor party? Was he at? So I, you know, I don't care what the party was in that sense. But I'm curious, like, Paul Pierce married, right? Like, I does his wife so. know that he was at this? That was a rhetorical question. I know he's married. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, Paul Pierce married, right? Like, uh, like Paul Pierce is married. Like, does his wife know that he was at a thing with a whole bunch of naked twerking women? Like, I, I don't know. And I don't know. It just makes me wonder, like, if he was, I figure he must not have been at something he wasn't supposed to be at, or else he probably wouldn't have went on Instagram Live, and he also wouldn't be clearly giving no fucks about suffering repercussions from it. So, I don't know. But I found that funny because... After he got fired from ESPN, either later that day or the next day, um, there was a you know NBA game on or whatever. And in the post game, Shaq was talking about uh, the Boston Celtics team that you know won a championship with you know Pierce, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett, the, the original big three. Yeah. And he said something about like the clip I saw was very short, but he's like, you know, they had to pay attention to Paul Pierce, and he's like. Paul Pierce <laughs> and started laughing. <laughs> oh my god! Like Shaq has no, Shaq has no shame. Like he's so uncouth. Like 
Yeah, I, 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 I saw the laughing like, part, but I didn't know what he. I, I didn't know what what he had said to prompt it. But I guess just the mention of his whole name it just prompted it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Just the mention of it. He was, and he just thought about. Yeah, uh, yeah, he just thought about what happened. He started laughing. But yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not surprised that he got fired. I'm a little surprised how little he cares. But hey, I mean, I, I doubt this is a man who is hard up for money or a job. So, uh, and yeah. I'm certain if he is hard up for a job, someone will take him. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. If, like one, I don't think he was a great commentator. The times I've seen him, so I don't think he held that much weight as far as you know somebody being a, a sought out after, you know, opinion. Um, the times I've seen him, I didn't think he was that great. Um, but that's that's neither here nor there. But him not caring is just really funny. I mean, I would assume that he did, he did well in the NBA that he didn't you know pull a uh, Antoine Walker and blow all his shit. So you know he still got money and he's still good. But you know just the not I, that is interesting as hell. Just the the not caring of it. It's like fuck it. Yeah, but, as little as a as little of a fuck as he gives, he must be he must be fine financially. Yeah, because he, just, he also, wasn't that good at that shit, though, man. I seen him a few games. I'm just like, he's just—he's not that great at this shit. He's like, he's not a Jalen Rose or or a Nate Burleson or you know any of these other you know past uh, sports players are on the mic. Like he—he he, he wasn't that great at it. So you know, I don't know—I don't know if that's part of his not giving a fuck is that you know the job that he didn't want to do anyway or something. I don't know. That could be it. Like it would be one of the things where like he took it just to do it. Like, oh, this is this will be a piece of cake, and then realized he didn't like it. <laughs> so he's got like, ah, fuck it, scared. See, it was funny because I thought when you when you I saw that in the notes, I just I had I just had a feeling that you were going to kind of talk about just the the cancel culture and things of that. So I was surprised that you didn't mention anything about that. No, but I was going to talk about the cancel culture as it pertains to Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we can move on to that. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, I I just found out about that story today as well uh, because I saw a tweet that uh, it wasn't even a tweet. Actually, I got a a push notification from ESPN talking about uh, Stephen A. Smith apologizing for something. I'm like, oh shit, what, do you, what the fuck he got to apologize for? So, I went and looked at the uh, you know I went on Twitter to see what happened or whatever, and I watched the clip. And basically, I guess the NBA, no, I'm sorry, ESPN released a list of the top 25 under 25. So the top 25 players who are 25 years old or younger. And Stephen A. Smith had a problem with the order of the rankings, particularly that LaMelo, LaMelo Ball was at number three, but Devin Booker was at like number seven or something like that. And he's like, LaMelo Ball over Devin Booker. And, and then he went on this rant like, Whoever made this at ESPN needs to have their head checked. Like, they don't know what they're talking about. We, and it's, it wasn't, it didn't sound like some fuck ESPN type shit. It sounded like a tongue in cheek kind of like, just how like any of us would do if we saw a ranking list and we thought it was trash, we would be like roasted. Like, how the fuck you gonna put this there? Like, y'all need that. Y'all heads checked if you think about, you know, just standard like, like, I, I, I guess this, this might be why it was kind of like interpreted differently at, to by, I guess by ESPN versus how I interpreted it. But like, I look at that as just how black folks talk, like how we talk about uh, like, you know, like barbershop talk. Like we was going, like if we was in a barbershop 
and we like name your top five NBA players, and somebody put somebody whack in a top five. We'd be like, man, what's wrong with you? Like, what do you think? Like, you high right now? Like, how did you put so, so Like, that's how we just talk when we debate in sports. So, like, to me, it just sounded like normal shit talking about a about a, a list that you don't agree with. And it didn't even sound particularly slanderous toward ESPN. It was slanderous toward whoever made the list, but, like, it didn't even sound, like, like meaningfully slanderous. Like, he was slanderous. Like, he was actually trying to go in. It just sounded like barbershop shit talking. So apparently, I don't know, somebody got mad about it and he had to issue, issue some apology today. And I'm just like, I don't understand why it's like, it's almost like cancel culture slash censorship slash, uh, 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 yeah, I guess I'll just leave it at that. Cancel culture slash censorship has, has gotten so, oh, politically correctness has gotten just so out of hand. Like, Thinking about, um, you know, the the message that Skip had put on uh, my Facebook that got his account suspended for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing wrong with that. Then there was a thing that I retweeted a few days ago where somebody said something about an electric car. Somebody needs to have electric cars and their account got suspended. Like, what? And, and then now Stephen A is apologizing just for, like, you know, talking shit about a list. And it's like, it, to me, it's just so ridiculously out of hand what people are getting in trouble for, what people are apologizing for. And I, I feel like we're at that point where with censorship that we've crossed the line now where the line that I was concerned about that I mentioned like two weeks ago, like, you know, like, like where do we draw the line when we go from like suspending Donald Trump's Twitter account for tweeting lies about the election or tweeting things that are inciting riots like most people will look at that and be like that's a viable reason to delete somebody's account but then it's like when when, you know where do you draw the line to where uh you know a a company like twitter is going i don't like this we're going to suspend this person's account because by most accounts donald trump getting suspended was a, a a correct decision but at the end of the day, it is still Twitter deciding we want to take away that person's voice because we don't like what he said. And what he said was incredibly problematic. But when do we get to a point where do we draw the line where Twitter is suspending accounts and, and for saying something that they don't like or they don't agree with? And it's not problematic. It's just something that a Twitter algorithm doesn't like. And now we like we are we instantly moved into that space where now algorithms are determining all sorts of things and they're determining them incredibly fucking wrong. They're being looked at by clearly not by human eyes, but just by an algorithm. And even after it happens, it's virtually impossible or incredibly difficult to get your account reinstated, which is fucked up because, like, again, Somebody with, if you're going to be deleting accounts, somebody with human eyes should be looking at that and saying, this is problematic. It should be based off some fucking computer algorithm. And like now we've crossed over, I think, into the space where it's out of control now. Like these social media companies and all this kind of shit, like you can look at it and be like, oh, they're a private company. They can do what they want. Yes, they can, but should they? And I think they've crossed into a space where it's, it's gone too far. They have too much power. They're deleting accounts without probable cause. 
and people are losing their accounts for reasons that are not justifiable. And real quick, I, I, I want to give you a chance to speak, but like real quick, uh, to give you a personal example, um, I bought ads on three of my videos on one mic mm -hmm. uh, recently, like cheap ads. Like I didn't pay a lot. Uh, well, I didn't pay up front. I pay based on clicks or whatever, but like I, I set my limit fairly low and I'm like, cause I did it before one time before the video got a ton of plays, but wasn't nobody watching it. Like, cause they weren't watching the whole thing. They would just click on it, probably watch it for a few seconds to go fuck this and they're out. Like that doesn't help me in any kind of way. Like I want, you know, I need to get more people who are actually watching the videos, right. subscribing to the channel, shit like that. So I'm like, well, that video was like, okay. Like I wasn't that great. So I was like, let me, let me start putting ads behind videos that are good and that are talking about things that people care about. So I put out, I, I submitted for three ads. One got approved pretty fast and two didn't. And the two that weren't were for what they were one of my videos about snowfall and one of my videos about uh, invincible. And I'm like, okay, why wouldn't this get approved? I look at the notification and it says they weren't approved for shocking content. And I'm like, shocking content? It's an ad. Like, and I didn't put like, uh, if you don't if you don't watch my video, I'm gonna jizz all over your mom. Like I didn't put nothing crazy like that in the ad. <laughs> like I, there's no profanity in the ad. There's nothing crazy. All it is is a screen grab of, of the video the video thumbnail and the video title. And I'm like, I don't understand why this was flagged for shocking content. So I appealed the decision and it got rejected. And they were like, and it was like, nope, shocking content. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So then I emailed Google, well, Google ads, and basically was kind of like, one, I don't understand why this got flagged for shocking content. There's nothing shocking about these ads. And two, why is no one reaching out to me? Because I had to proactively look and see that the ad got rejected. And then I had to proactively look and see that the appeal was rejected. So I'm like, why isn't anyone reaching out to me and saying, you know, your ad got rejected because of blank? Like, don't just be like, oh, fail because of shocking content. Like, what is shocking about this? I can't fix it if you don't tell me. Like, what the fuck is this? And nobody replied to the email. And then on the second appeal, the ads got approved. But by that point, this was actually earlier today that the, the, the other two ads got approved. And I submitted them on like Saturday. So by this point, it's been like four days and my ads just weren't running for no reason. Because of a fucking, because now we're so hypersensitive about shit. We got algorithms flagging stuff that has no business being flagged whatsoever. And I'm like, this whole thing with like censorship and, and politically correctness, political correctness and all that is way out of hand when you got algorithms just deciding to suspend people's accounts with no second set of eyes of human eyes looking at it. Like if you weren't as aggressive as I was, that happened to me on Twitter. Like I got my Twitter account suspended for no reason for quoting a Chris Rock special to Chris Rock and it got suspended for bullying. I'm like, I'm not bullying him. I'm quoting his own special back to him. Like, 
I'm like, this would be a problem that would easily be solved if somebody would just look at it and not just like set up account suspensions on autopilot. Like, what the fuck is this? So like, if if you're not proactive about it like I was, your shit just gone for no fucking viable, legitimate reason. So I, I, I really yeah, wonder. I, I don't know. I, I spurred off. I, I, I really wonder, shit, like, but, how are they? I just don't know. Like, I'm just curious about, like, how are they going about, like, is it bots that are reading this shit? Because it just seems crazy that a person could be reading this certain shit and, like, you know, say, for instance, you're uh, quoted uh, Chris Rock, uh, quote to Chris Rock. Like, how could an actual person read that and say that's that's uh, a deemable, a suspension deemable offense? Like, I don't get it. And, and they wouldn't. They wouldn't because even if you aren't familiar with the Chris Rock special, I tweeted it to him in quotes. Like I didn't say like I didn't like at him like with slanderous language. I tweeted like I tweeted his like literally a line from his stand up to him in quotes. So like if a person saw that, they would probably be you know they would probably at least have the the wherewithal to research it first. Like what is this? Why did he quote this sentence to this guy or whatever? But like. That at least, at least in that situation, the quote from his special that I tweeted to him did have problematic language in it. It was just a situation where it's like, okay, if somebody had actually looked at this, they would have seen that, but they didn't. But the uh, the the fucking um, Stephen A. Smith shit, like that wasn't even that wasn't even that bad for him to have to apologize, and then the the thing about Skip and then the tweet about the other tweet that I saw, like none of that shit was bad or my ads, like the ads, is, the ad, my ads are the worst example I've seen of it because at least with like Skip's thing, you could kind of look at it and be like, he's kind of talking shit. I mean, but at least, I mean, he's not talking shit about a person. He's not bullying nobody. He was just talking about Twitter, but I don't know. I, I guess you can head cannon your way into seeing like, I, I could see how a bot, would have a problem with this. Not a human, but a bot. But like my fucking ad, like I don't even understand. I have no clue why a bot would think that my ad was problematic. And then like they had a thing where you could click on it to see the policy. So like I clicked on it to see the policy and I scrolled down to the shocking content section, which mine was flagged for. And it gives examples of what it considers shocking content. And this shit is like, again, there's nothing in my ad that is even remotely shocking, but the bar for their shocking content is high as fuck. Like, it's like, does your ad have bodily fluids in it? Like, you know, like shit like that. Like, okay, yeah, like your ad has come on somebody's face. Like, you can't have that ad. That is shocking content. Like, that, okay, cool. That's shocking content. We're not going to run an ad with, some, with cum shots in it. Cool. But like all my ad was, was like the thumbnail from the video, the video title. So it was like Snowfall, season four, episode seven, you know, whatever. And then I wrote like two sentences because they have a character limit. And it was something like, I don't know. I don't remember what I wrote, but it was something like really great episode. You should watch this, you know, something simple like that. Like, like how does that get flagged? Like I'm looking at it like what in the world could possibly get flagged here and then the invincible one is even worse because it's animated so my thumbnail has a picture of a cartoon in it 
<laughs> like, like, what is I, – I don't know. Dude. Like, these algorithms are completely out of hand. Well, algorithms aside, like, just going back to, like, the Stephen A thing, I don't even understand the reason, the rationale for that apology and for that because, if anything, it seemed like it's good pub for ESPN, whether they fucked up or not. Like, that doesn't mm-hmm. seem like – that seems that seems so, so odd that uh, – he would have to apologize. Like, like I feel like, I feel like a white, and I don't want to bring it at, bring, put a race card in. So I feel, I feel like a white commentator wouldn't have to apologize for that. I, what's the other fucking? I feel like Skip would have did that. Well, he doesn't work for ESPN, but I feel like Skip probably have done shit like that before, or said some egregious shit like that. And I don't think nothing ever happened to him. I, I just don't. But, I, but again, his energy is, you know is is commanding and i mean shit it was a really bad it was a really bad fucking list like <laughs> like he was true and lord knows i don't want to be sitting here agreeing with fucking Stephen a but uh yeah he was right mm-hmm. i mean he was right to the motherfucker like right as hell so yeah, that's that's I I for the I I read that so I'm looking at your notes, and I'm reading the article and I'm like, why is this a thing? Like, why would you have to go back on that? Like, I mean, they made a fucked up list, and it just so happens he worked for them. Now if that list were from Barstool or uh, CBS Sports or something, they probably wouldn't even gave a fuck. But because of the same people that he worked for, made a dumbass list. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. At, at what point you can't call out the people you work for for doing fucked up shit? But yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's a loaded question. <laughs> I think I kind of answered it as I was saying it, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a loaded yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. That's loaded as hell. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I think that what needs to happen, and, and this is gonna sound like a really simple fucking solution. Motherfuckers gotta stop apologizing for shit they ain't got no business apologizing for. Uh-huh. Like, and, and and what irks me the most about all of this shit is that is the people who have been saying this the whole time, but in the wrong context. Like, they'll say the same thing. Like, the censorship shit is out of hand. Motherfuckers got to stop apologizing. The country is too sensitive. They be saying that shit, but in response to actual fucked up things. Like, you know, somebody be like, yo, some white dude, like, yeah, I'm going to shoot this nigger. And, and then that, that white guy gets in trouble. And there's a subset of people like, First Amendment, First Amendment, First Amendment. Okay, it's like, all right, chill out. But, like, now, now those people really have an argument to make. So and I, I don't like being on the same side as, as those people. But at the end of the day, this shit is out of hand, and motherfuckers need to stop apologizing for shit, dog. Like, like for real. Because at the end of the day, like I think about like things going left on Twitter, right? Like if you somebody who you tweet something crazy, and now all of a sudden you're trending on Twitter, and you you got your your fucked up tweet has forty thousand retweets, and all all this shit's going left. You got you know, eight hundred mentions of calling you a piece of shit, all this kind of stuff, right? And I'm like, what would I do if that happened to me? And I was like, you know what I would do? 
I'd lock my phone and walk away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. and then it goes away. Like, that's it. It's gone. So I'm like, why the fuck is people apologizing for shit like that? Like, say either don't say anything or do what I would do and say, I'd apologize for that shit. And like, and get, oh shit. And give an explanation. Like, you know, uh, I'm not apologizing because there's nothing to apologize for. I thought it was a whack list and I cracked a few jokes about the people who made it. If people got a problem with that, they can come find me and we can talk about it. But I'm not going to apologize for that shit. Like, I'm not supposed to crack jokes on nobody no more. I'm supposed to think every list that's done by ESPN is perfect or, I, or I'm going to lose my job. What kind of dumb shit is that? That's what I would say on TV to a reporter. What kind of stupid shit is that? Like, and that's what I feel like people need to start doing. Like, yo, this is a dumb fucking reason to apologize. Like, I'm not going to apologize for this. This is stupid. Like, people need to start doing that, man. Because, like, the more this keeps happening, the more it's gonna, the worse it's going to get. And, yeah, man, I, I just don't get it, dude. I, I, don't, I don't see no reason why. Uh, I, I mean, maybe to, to, to keep his job. I don't know. I, I feel like they hold... Stephen A is such a high esteem. I think it'd be really hard for him to lose his job. So I feel like this was definitely not one of those offenses. Uh, but I, I'm just, I, I'm just really surprised at that. I'm really surprised at that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully someday somebody will come along. It seems like it's always the wrong people who refuse to apologize for stuff. Like, like, I, I, I would like for somebody to come along who refuses to apologize for something that's not fucked up. The people who refuse to apologize are always the motherfuckers who said something fucked up that they need to be apologizing for. Mm-hmm. Like, we need somebody to come along who is not gonna, who is, who is gonna behave correctly, no matter the situation. If they say something fucked up, yeah, apologize, go ahead. But if you don't say something fucked up, and people try to come for you. You need to fucking have a backbone and say, I'm not apologizing for that. Like, I don't I don't know if I've ever heard any celebrity say that. I'm not apologizing for that. And th- and while that continues to happen, I feel like this shit's just going to get worse. And somebody needs to draw that line in the sand and be like, you know what? I'm not apologizing for that. And don't just do it, like, defiantly, because if you said something fucked up, then you should apologize. But, if it, like, if Stephen A. Smith, he had no business apologizing. Unless he just, unless it was a thing where like maybe it came down from high. If you don't apologize, you ain't gonna work for ESPN no more. And he decided that that was worth that that was worth doing. Like, okay, well, I'd rather have my job at ESPN, so I'm gonna apologize. But like, if it was anything other than that, he shouldn't have done it. And oh, even yeah. then, I still feel like you are Stephen A. Smith. ESPN, you don't need ESPN. Like you, Stephen A. Smith, you can you can work for anybody. Like now, will he get ESPN money everywhere? Probably not. But like, I don't feel like Stephen A. Smith needs that needs ESPN. Like he'll he'll find somewhere else to go and do the same shit. Like so, I don't like even if that was the case, I still feel like he could have walked away from it and be like, yeah, I'm not apologizing for that shit. Yeah, but I don't I, know if he was asked to or if he did it voluntarily because he saw he was getting heat for it. I said, I don't know all the behind the scenes shit. I just know that he did not say anything that was worth apologizing over. Only person I saw close to not, uh, well, saying there and not apologizing, but it was actually not apologizing again was something, uh, I think it, Kevin Hart had 
said some like, I don't know if it was homophobic something or sexist something that he had said years ago. And I guess he apologized then. And so he basically went on this, I'm not apologizing again tour. And it was just, it was so odd because like you're going on a tour telling people you're not apologizing again for some shit that you you didn't want to apologize for. So it's like, just say it once you're not apologizing, just let that shit be. Like that motherfucker was on TV shows, on Ellen and all this shit talking about he wasn't apologizing again. Like just say it once and be done. <laughs> like right. that, this, this I'm not apologizing again tour is just lame and it's just bringing too much attention to it. Just, I mean, whatever, the, the attention's going to be there, but fuck it, just say it and be done. Like, nah, I'm straight. Nothing else to say. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you though. I don't, I don't get it. At all. Yeah, I think I, I mean, I just, <laughs> this is gonna sound weird, but I feel like I'd be a great celebrity. And like that, the, the, the world sounds cocky, but I feel like the country could use me as a celebrity because I would be the, I feel like I'd be like the only person who just really tells it like it is. Like, no, I'm not gonna apologize for that. And if you think I should, go fuck yourself. Like, that's not a reason to apologize. Like, I'm not gonna apologize. For saying that this list is whack. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, praise every single thing ESPN does like a fucking moron? No, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I feel like we need more people who are willing to do that kind of shit. And granted, I'm not a celebrity, so I don't know, like, the inner workings of shit. Like, maybe it's not that simple. Maybe there's, you know, it's way more complicated to where, you know, you can't just say what you want. But I feel like I would be that kind of person to, you know, stand my ground, say that something is dumb if it's dumb, Say that something is valid if it's valid. Apologize when needed. Not apologize when I shouldn't. Like I feel like we need more people like that. We don't really have nobody like that. I feel like everybody's just apologizing for shit just because shit get hot. Like oh it's hot. I'm trending on Twitter in a bad way and I'm getting mad. People slander me in my mentions and now I'm getting canceled. Like okay man, come on dog. Like I don't I don't know. I feel like anybody any celebrity who's decent can recover from being canceled. And people aren't getting canceled for shit like that. People getting canceled for shit they should get canceled for, like, like rape, <laughs> you know? or or Louis C.K. jerking off in front of people without their permission. <laughs> like, okay, well, you you, you should get canceled for that. Well, but yeah, it's too many people getting canceled for shit they don't have. <laughs> yeah, it's too many people apologizing for shit they don't need to be apologizing for. For well, speaking of jacking off, uh, okay, where's this going? So the story here, <laughs> the story here in Michigan. A home inspector arrested, caught masturbating with Elmo Dow in Oxford Township home. <laughs> a Clarkston man is facing charges after he was allegedly caught on cam pleasuring himself with a child's tour, toy during a home inspection. Uh, sheriff said 59-year-old Kevin Wayne Van Leuven was arrested without incident. Uh, blah, blah, blah. According to investigators, the charges stem from a March 12th incident and a home inspection um, that he was doing. Um, the couple uh, told detective that the nursery camera alerted the the uh, homeowner that there was movement in the nursery. And when she checked her phone, she saw my man was in there fucking uh, touching himself and recording, jacking off and wiping himself with the Elmo. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I was wondering where this story was going when I saw it in the notes. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is this about? And it was way worse than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I purposely left the, the note vague. And so, yeah, I was like, if you hadn't heard thought, the story, you are in for a treat. <laughs> I had not. And I thought it was going to be about that Elmo cigar. And I was like, man, maybe he got that cigar with Elmo on it and thought it was whack. Like, oh, I, okay. I, couldn't, I could not feel like me fit because Darrow smoked one uh, yesterday, I think. Uh, yeah, I was like, I could not for the life of me, like, what is this going to be about? And that would not have been on my radar for potential guesses <laughs> as, for, as for what that topic was going to be about. <laughs> Bro, you got to have a real problem to go in somebody else's house and jack off in their shit and then find a fucking dial and wipe it off. Like, you a nasty motherfucker, dog. Like, they didn't have anything, like, like you, you did that on purpose to be a bitch. Like, you didn't do that. Like, that wasn't like, Oh, I need to hurry up and like no, no, you did that on purpose because like you could have found there are so many better things in anybody's house to wipe up your jizz than that fucking Elmo dog. <laughs> like you could get you get a towel. They probably got paper towel in there. They might have, probably got Kleenex in there. Bruh, if bruh. you want to be a real piece of shit, you can use their blankets and sheets. Bruh, like, I'm, but I'm, uh, Elmo, I'm, I'm 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 not even trying to rationalize what better shit he could have used. Why are you jacking off in people's houses, dog? Like this oh, yeah, is yeah yeah that's I mean that's number one obviously <laughs> but the, and then he tried to lie and say he didn't do it he had moved the Elmo dial away from a, a, a outlet or something like he was like he was totally trying to cover the shit up like it wasn't like he didn't do it <laughs> yeah because that's your concern after you uh, jizz in somebody else's house you want to make sure that the Elmo dolls aren't by outlet so like he was just being a good guy yeah right. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to make sure everything was safe. <laughs> like, <all right. laughs> Whatever. Uh, that is just fucked up, man. Like, that's nasty as hell, dog. Like, I'll fuck around and just throw everything away in the fucking room. Like, I would want to fire up on a nigga that did that shit. Like, straight catch that nigga and beat the shit out of him. Like, you nasty motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Scumbag. Uh, well, <laughs> speaking of, of, of scumbag or random shit, uh, so I think it was, was it Saturday or fr- Friday or Saturday? Whichever day. Um, I think it was Saturday. I mean, uh, I had, like I say, just been, um, been home chilling most of the day and I was going to sleep early. I was tired as fuck. So fell asleep early. Wife come in the room. I was I had fell asleep on her side of the bed, so she's a little mad at that. So I move over to my side. Man, I lay down for 10 minutes. I hear this loud ass fucking crash. We like, what the fuck? Go outside. Man, this motherfucker, random dude that came down the street, I, I'm assuming drunk, and hit a parked car and just crashed the car and shit. So his car is in the middle of the street, light blinking and shit. I'm looking through my people. And I'm seeing him get out. He's looking. And so I'm thinking, like, who is people in the car? They're making sure people are all right. This motherfucker looks around the car, gets on the phone, and walks off into the darkness. Left the car. (laughs) So I'm looking out the door, and I'm like, what the fuck did he hit? Because I can't see anything. I don't Because it was a white van out there, and he was, you know, in the middle of the street. Man... He had hit a parked car and knocked it like a car and a half length up, up the fucking sidewalk, dog. He fucked that car up. I say, yeah, you didn't just graze a parked car at that point, and you, 
<laughs> you rammed that bitch. No, nah, he straight <laughs> rammed and then walked off. So at that point, I came outside, and so everybody's looking. And then, like two minutes later, these two chicks pull up, and so you could tell from the conversation that the, it was the, it, it was one of the chicks' car. And so she's trying to like you know be oblivious, like what the fuck happened, all this shit. And you could tell that it was like she had just got called because ain't no way in hell that happened, and you just pull up randomly and your car is crashed in the middle of the fucking street. <clears throat> so I'm guessing the, the the nigga had called and told her he crashed her car and shit. She came and looked, and then she dipped. Of course, the police didn't come till like an hour later, and so by then everybody else is in the house. Yeah, they just they they yeah. I guess they didn't deem it important since nobody was hurt and the motherfucker who was in the car dipped. But I'm like, that was how y'all supposed to come. Get this motherfucker. Right. Yeah, that shit was wild as fuck, dude. I'm just thinking about whole Wait, ass nigga. He just like, left the car. He left the car. He never came back. There's a part of me that actually kind of like not respects that, but like finds that to be incredibly interesting. Like yeah. you hit a you hit a parked car that hard, and then go, you know what? Just like SpongeBob. All right, I'm gonna head out. All right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> this just ain't working out. Bro, fuck that car up, dog. Like that car was parked. That car. So that car was parked in front of a house. He hit it so hard it went across the driveway of the other house and into the grass and hit, you know, the little small trees we got in front of my house. Mm-hmm. He hit one of those across the street and and I think it just <laughs> fucked it up. Damn, dog. Like, how do you hit somebody that hard? Like, I feel like you hit somebody that hard, I feel like he wasn't even okay when he got out that car. Like, he probably staggered out that bitch <laughs> and walked away. I wish I would have came out when he was out there. Just you know, I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference because I probably wouldn't have stopped him from doing anything. And it, it ain't my business at that point. He ain't hit nobody in my car. I'm glad he ain't, he didn't hit my stepson's car. So, but I'm just like, man, this just crazy, dog. Like niggas are really out here fooling. Like Uber I, driver, like, why are you bleeding, fam? No. <laughs> Man, he fucked that car up. And it, the car he was driving was fucked up too, but it wasn't nearly as fucked up as the parked car. But the parked car, the parked car was a chick that stays across the street. And that car had been on flats for like three months. Um, so, but she was out there mad as fuck. I'm like, what the fuck are you even doing with this goddamn car? But I mean, it's your <laughs> car. You can be mad if you want. But I don't know. I was kind of think I, I didn't want to think crazy thoughts, but I was just like, you know what? This is this bitch get because this is that same neighbor that pulls up random times of the day, gets out of her car and leaves her fucking car radio on blasting. And she does it all the fucking time. I want to be like, bitch, that's what you get. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, it's, I think it's, I think it's time for us to, uh, to make that move out of this, out of the neighborhood. Um, it's, it's just, it's just getting a little 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 niggerish for me. So <laughs> yeah, the nigger the, the nigger levels are really rising and I'm I'm over it. I'm I'm ready to go. I've you know I've done I've done my time in the city and I'm really ready to go now. You know, you know it's fucked up. I'm I'm kind of like laughing at this on the low. Sometimes I'll be telling my kids that's what you get. Because mm. <laughs> they don't be listening, dog. I'll be like, yeah, don't do that. You might fall or hurt yourself. Yeah, don't do that because you might fall hurt yourself. Falls and hurt yourself. See, that's what you get. I, I, I told you not to do it. I told you not to do it. 
And you did it anyway. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, man. I just felt like that's such a shitty thing to say to a kid. But I'm also kind of like, well, an even man. shittier thing is the fact that I told you not to do it and you did it anyway. Man, I, 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 remember, <laughs> hearing, I remember hearing that so much as a kid. I remember hearing that a whole lot. Like, that's the <laughs> fuck you get. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I did a lot of dumb shit and I definitely heard it too. That's the fuck you get. See, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it if it was just some dumb shit that they one of them just did. Like you just did it and it didn't go well. I'd probably be like, well, you shouldn't have done that. Oh like, no, it was it was directly after being told not to do it though. It has to be it yeah, has okay, to be yeah, said after to be, after you was told not to do it. Exactly. Yes. It has to be after <laughs> you were told not to do it. So like like uh you know, you jump it on a bed or something like that. Like, hey, stop jumping on the bed. And then you keep jumping on the bed and you fall off and bust your head on the floor. That's what you get. I told you. <laughs> I told you how to do it. <laughs> and you and the kid's sitting there hurting the motherfucker trying to reach for you to help. And you sitting there like, I told your ass. <laughs> right. Like, it, 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 I'd say the vast majority of me still wants to, like, you know, take you know feel bad and like pull a man like sorry oh, yeah for sure for sure you like, want you know 10 percent of me that said that the 10 percent of me that wants to go that's what you get still wins out yeah, <laughs> you mean, get the, that's what you get first and you, then i'll i'll pick you up or whatever cover you with you know all that kind of shit but first you're gonna get that that's what you get so so that way you could think maybe next time you start jumping on the bed You'd be like, oh, yeah, daddy told me not to do that. And then I bust my head because I did it anyway. Maybe I stopped. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, of course, you don't. Of course, you don't want to see your little girls hurt and crying and shit. But I do feel like if you if you're consoling them and telling them at the same time, I feel like it's less likely to work versus the pointing down at the ground while you fail. Like I told you not to do that. Right. And then right. afterwards, once they internalize that, and then afterwards, you know, you coddle them and, you know, you uh, you make sure they're okay and stuff. <laughs> I just like, imagine. See how, you, <laughs> see how you bleeding out your ear? That's what I told you, ass. <laughs> I'm just imagine just seeing one of your little girls fall or something. They just lay after you told them not to do it. And it just got the face and they reaching up and you sitting there like, I told your little ass, didn't I? And they sitting there like, yes, daddy. Yes. <laughs> You did. <laughs> I it's picked only me my up. older daughter that I do that with. Uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like your younger daughter may not may not be may too maybe too young to understand uh, fully understand yeah. that. No, yeah, she is. She's too young to fully understand that. So like, I, it's no point to doing that with her. But Victoria, oh, she be getting some. That's what you get. She she gets it every now and then. And how old is Victoria? Four. Okay. Oh yeah, she's at she's at the ripe age of I told you not to do that, didn't I? And and mm-hmm. to have that conversation. And you're like, yes. So why'd you do it? Uh I don't know. I just did it. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. <laughs> but you did tell me well, not to do it. <laughs> yep. And now you know what the results of it is. And you know why I told you not to do it. I remember being told, so my I remember my it was, I think it was a birthday for me or my sister. I think it was my sister. And I was doing cartwheels in the bedroom. And my mom was curling my sister's hair. And she had them hot ass curlers sitting on the, sitting on the table or some shit. Hey, nigga, because I was a kid doing fucking... I'm doing cartwheels in the middle of the bedroom. Because I was a boy doing dumb shit. And I remember her telling me a few times, stop doing cartwheels. 
man, this next time I did a cartwheel, and when I landed, because she had the curlers on the ground, my hand went right around oh. the whole fucking curlers, dog. Oh, that's what the fuck you get. That's, that's the, the fuck, fuck I get. get. That's the fuck, dog. I had my the whole inside of my hand was a blister, dog. A big ass fucking blister. And yeah, that was that was Man. probably my most memorable. Why the fuck did you do that? I told Man, you not to do that. Yeah, I earned that. I'm one. telling you now, all this time later, I'm telling you now, that's what the fuck you get. <laughs> oh, I totally <laughs> earned that. Was in a bedroom with a curl and I on the floor. <laughs> I, I earned oh, that one. Man. I just remember going over my my aunts that night, and I remember the next day, you know, waking up and them trying to like, you know, bust the blister to get it, you know, all this shit. And I'm just like, why the fuck did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I had, I, I had even a, like nigga, I cartwheeled out the window by mistake. Yeah, I had I had a bunch of uh, I had a bunch of those moments. I was a badass kid. I had a bunch of those moments. Well, I, I would say I was a bad, I was a mischievous. I just did dumb shit that it that that typically caused me to get injured. And it was it was mostly on some old. You get trying to be a little, little ass cheerleader and shit. And I was <laughs> I was I, I was out here trying to be uh, evil Knievel and and every other thing involved. And <laughs> and, I, and it just hurt me every time, every time, every time. I've been I was yelling hurt. at you like uh. Like Bernie Mac on Kings of Comedy. Like, you see, don't sit your sweet ass down. <laughs> 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 and it wasn't even like sweet that. Bear. And it wasn't even like <laughs> I had, it wasn't even like I had a bunch of rumor either. So it was just do, being stupid as fuck for no fucking reason. Just being a rambunctious, <laughs> stupid ass kid. Man. And if it were, if you, I doubt you did several consecutive cartwheels. So that means that, like, if your hand landed on the curling iron, you like you instantly went from standing up to hand on curling iron. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, it. Yeah, it was the curling iron. The curling iron was three feet next to you. You cartwheel right off. <laughs> yep. There was Man, there was that's what the fuck you get. That was very <laughs> there was very very little room for error, and I totally fuck fucked that up. Totally fucked Man, it up. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, good times being a fucking stupid ass kid, boy. I swear. Yeah, I hope that don't happen to me. Oh that yeah, I have yeah. Stupid kid, kids doing stupid ass shit that makes them get hurt like that. I mean, it will, but hopefully not anything like too bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I made it to forty one, so I've been doing okay. But yeah, I did do some stupid shit. Stupid <laughs> ass shit, boy. So. Yep. Anyway, you got anything else? Nah, I'm good. All right, folks. Well, until next week, peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do Podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at what up though podcast. Peace.